Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Ksubah's daf Tzadi Beis. We are holding on daf Tzadi Aleph Amid Beis. We are at Hahu Gavra Dezavna L'Ksubasa Ime, And that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines from the bottom of the page. On daf Tzadi Aleph Amid Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. And Le'ili Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom, and also by Mr. Yehuda Jakobowitz in memory of his father, Shmuel ben Chaim Moshe, Zechran Levracha, Nisham Shevan Aliyah. We thank both sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So, what we're going to discuss today is first of all, when you sell a Sada without Achrayus, is there Achrayus vis a vis the Mocher? Meaning, if somehow you have such a funny case where a guy sells a field, Reuven sells a field to Shimon, and he says, but I'm taking no Achrayus gets taken away from you, then I don't, uh, I don't have to pay you back. And then as uh, the way uh, we'll have some funny cases where Reuven is the one himself who comes and takes it away from Shimon. So does he have a chryas for that to, to have to reimburse Shimon? Because he himself is the one that took it away. So we're going to have a few cases about that and uh, discussion about those cases. Then the Gemara is going to discuss about collecting karka from a secondary lokeach, a klisheni lokeach. Meaning Reuven sold all of his fields to, fields to Shimon. Shimon then sold one of those fields to Levi, but held on to the to, to, to uh, most of those fields. So can a Balchov of Ruvain take that field from Levi, or can Levi say, "No, go back to, to Shimon. He was uh, the first uh, lokeach. The first lokeach is the person that you should go to." So uh, under which circumstances can he uh, can he send him back to Shimon, and under which circumstances can the fellow take from Levi? Can the Balchov of Ruvain take from Levi? And that discussion will bring us pretty much. All the way to the Mishnah on Sadi Gimel Ahmed Aleph. A very short daf today, which is, uh, I don't know, the opposite of a daf Yomi coincidence. After all these uh, days of shortened daf Yomi Shurim, we're finally back to full time and we have like, uh, you know, a very short daf. For the next few days, a pretty short daf. But okay, so let's uh, let's get to it. So uh, so again, we are holding at Hahu Gavra on daf Sadi Aleph and Beis, nine lines from the end of the page. So the Gemara brings another Maisa. We kept on quoting Maisas in yesterday's daf, where you have a machlokas between Rami Bar. Chama and Rava. So who governed the Zavna Luxubasa di Ime Betovasana? A guy sold, not the actual Luxuba, he sold Karka that his father had designated, that his father was Miyached to pay off the mother's Ksuba. And he sold it, Betovasana, he sold it for a very cheap price because uh, the case was that uh, the father had already died. The mother had not yet made a claim on her Ksuba. So she did not yet come to collect this karka. So it was a very high risk purchase, meaning because any at any moment the person, the mother could just come and say, I want to collect my ksuba, and that karka was meyuchad, it was designated to pay the ksuba. So it was a very high risk purchase. You probably paid pennies on the dollar for the uh, for the karka. Um, and uh, the mocher says to the lokeach, look, iasya aim, if my mother wants to come, uma arira, and she wants to uh, be mevatel the mechira and say that I have no right to sell it because this is meyuchad for a ksuba, it's not my problem. I'm not taking any achrayas on this Karka, I'm not returning any of your money. So you should realize, and that's why you're getting such a cheap price, right? That's why you're only paying pennies on the dollar. And then what happened was, Shriva Ime, his mother died, Velo Irira, before she ever had an opportunity to, uh, to, to make a claim and to, uh, to ask for the Karka as payment for Aksuba. So what happens? Vasa Ihu Vukama Arer, the Mocher, the son of the woman who died and of the man who died. The, the son himself comes and he's Ma'arer, because now 
now he yarshins his mother, so he's entitled to collect his mother's ksuba. So uh, he comes to the lokeach and he says, now give me the karka that was designated for the ksuba payment, because I am owed the ksuba payment. Um, and, uh, and, and, and when I take that karka, by the way, I'm not going to give you your money back, because when I sold you that karka, I said that if my mother comes and takes that karka from you, I'm not giving the money back. So my mother's not alive anymore. I'm coming in place of my mother. So just like if my mother would have come and taken the karka from you, you wouldn't get your money back. When I'm coming and taking the karka from you, you're not getting your money back. So Rami Barchama assumed that he's standing in place of his mother. Just like if the mother would have collected from the lokeach, she would be able to take from the lokeach and you wouldn't be able to go back to the mocher because he wasn't mekabalach rayas. So who adin that the mocher himself is standing in is 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 taking the place of his mother. He has the ability to take the karka that he sold to the lokeach and the lokeach can't come back to him and ask for his money back. So Amalei Rava, Rava says to Rami Barchama, no, granted he was not mekabla achrayus for uh, his mother confiscating the karka, but achrayus did he not at least accept achrayus for himself, that uh, that if he's the one that is toref, it's misdavered to say that he's at least chayiv to, to reimburse if he himself is the one to uh, to be ma'arer on the mechira that he sold to the lokeach. The Ritva explains the machlokas. So over here we're talking where he sold the karka um, that he sold the karka with achrayis gemura, except for the achrayis of, of the error of the mother. Meaning, he did sell the karka with achrayis. He just said that if my mother takes it from you, that I'm not responsible for, because that was the real risk over here. He wasn't worried about other balichov. He was really worried about the mother, because it was miyucha to pay back the mother. So Rabbi Barchama says, yeah, but excluded from the achrayis is achrayis of the mother. And he is bimakom, his mother. And Rava says, no, he's not his mother. He's like everybody else in the world, every other Balchov and every other Balchov, there was Achrayus, so since he sold it with Achrayus, he's like any other Balchov where he's now going to have to reimburse because there was Achrayus in the Rabbeinu Kreskes and the Ran they say that since Achrayus is told so far it's, 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 uh, it's Ki'ilu, he sold it with Achrayus to everybody, uh, with Achrayus of everybody else Chutz Imo. meaning what if he says I'm selling you this Karka, and he doesn't say a word about Achrayus other than to say if my mother takes it from you, it's not my problem I'm not going to reimburse you. So what do we assume if anybody else takes it from him, not the mother? So that's what the Ran and the Rabbin Kreskas point out, that it's an automatic. It's Achrayus to Sofer. We assume that there is Achrayus. He only excludes the mother from the Achrayus. So the Nukudas HaMachlokas between Rami Barchama and Rava is do we view the son as an extension of the mother and therefore there's no Achrayus? Or do we view the son as anybody else in the world and therefore there there is Achrayus. So the Gemara says other dinim that Rami Barcham was Mechadesh with regard to selling Karka Shaloba Achrayus and then somehow the Achrayus coming back to the Mocher himself, right? Somehow the issue coming back to the Mocher himself. Do we assume that there's Achrayus in such a case? So I'm a Rami Barcham. Rami Barcham gives us another case. Ruvain Shemachar Sadl Shimon. Ruvain sells a field to Shimon and he makes a, uh, a Tanai in the Mechira that it's Shaloba Achrayus. Normally, unless you say it's Shaloba Achrayus, we assume that there is a Christ, which means that if uh, the field ever gets taken away from Shimon, 
Ruven's going to have to reimburse him. But over here he said, Shalom, I'm not going to reimburse you if it gets taken away from you. So if the Balchov comes to be Torif the Karka from Shimon for the Chov, for some Chov that Ruven owes this, this guy, so he's not going to return any of the money to Shimon. And then, also Shimon, in the end, Shimon came and that Karka that he bought from Ruven, uh, and he sold it right back to Ruven. And uh, Shimon, uh, in this in this case, was Be'achrayus. He was Makabal Achrayus. So Ruven had Karka. He sold it to Shimon without Achrayus. Shimon then turned around, sold it back to Ruven. Presumably years later, probably this didn't happen in a day. Right? He sold it back to Ruven. But he was Makabal Achrayus. And he says to Ruven, if anyone bothers you about this field, anyone takes it away from you, don't worry, I'll, uh, I will reimburse you. The Ritva writes that he's talking about, even if he doesn't say that he's Makabal Achrayus, because again, Achrayus Tarosofer. So when Shimon is, sending, is selling it back to Ruven, there's not like an automatic assumption that he's selling it under the same conditions that Ruven sold it to him. No, if you don't say anything, you're selling it with Achrayus. So Ruven sells it to Shimon, and he explicitly says, no Achrayus. Shimon sells it back to Ruvain, and there's an assumption that it's with Achrayus. He doesn't even have to say it explicitly. It's an assumption that it's, uh, that it's with Achrayus. So Va'asa Balchov do Ruvain, and then one of Ruvain's Balichov comes. Uh, the Ruvain owed money to someone, and he comes and he takes the field, the Qatar of Who does he take it from? Whoever has it right now. Who has it right now? Ruvain has it right now. So Ruvain's Balchov comes and takes the field from Ruvain. So what does Ruvain do with Satskla? He goes to Shimon and he says, you sold me this field with Achrayus. And now a Balchov came and took the field. And Shimon was saying, but it's, it's your Balchov. You're the one that owed the money to this guy. So I'm going to pay you back for, for a guy that you owed money to? But t- taking this uh, this karka? So that was uh, so that's what Rabbi Barcham's Mechadesh is that Dinahu da'ozil Shimonu Mavzileh. That Shimon has to give Ruven back the money. He, because he, he sold this field with Achrayus. And therefore he's going to have to reimburse him. Uh, so Amalei Rava. So Rava says to Rabbi come on. Nihida Achrayus. The Granted, uh, Shimon had agreed when he sold the field back to Ruvain that he's being makabel achrayus. That if they uh, co- that if someone collects the field from Ruvain uh, on account of the fact that Shimon owes them money, that he's accepting achrayus for that. But achrayus dinafshei, someone owes Ruvain money. That the Ruvain owes someone money. Me kabbalale uh, was Shimon accepting accepting that kind of achrayus. Uh, the, the that that can't be that uh, that Shimon would even accept achrayus when someone's taking it from Ruvain. Because Ruvain himself owes them money. In fact, the Rishonim are very bothered by uh, what, what Rami Barchama's Hava means. Is how can Rami Barchama even say such a thing? Meaning, it's possibly Svara that the Kabbalah Sachrayus that the Mocher uh, is accepting Klape the Kona doesn't include uh, the, the things that uh, that that uh, that, that uh, the Kona himself uh, is. Uh, you know, the, those who have a Taina on the Kona himself. Chaznish raises a question that why, according to Rami Barchama, does Shimon have to pay? Back Ruvain, he's not being govim mitzad shibun chasim even. Meaning, when 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 Ruvain owes me money, right? So first thing I do is I go to Ruvain and I see if he has any if he has any wherewithal to pay me. If he doesn't, then I go to Lukuchos. Over here, when the Balchov is going to Ruvain, so does he get to stage two? Is he going to Lukuchos, or is he just taking straight from Ruvain? Meaning the the achrayus that Shimon sold the field back to Ruvain with is that if Lukuchos come. 
if uh, if a balchov comes and collects from you as lukuchos, as someone who was a lokeach, so then you can go back to the original source. But over here, it never even got to stage two. Meaning the balchov of Reuven came and collected because Reuven was in possession of it. He's not coming because this was a field that Shimon owed me money about, and therefore, uh, but Shimon doesn't have it anymore, and therefore I'm coming to Reuven. It was straight to Reuven. It doesn't make any sense that he should be able to uh, to get reimbursed from uh, from from Shimon. So it's a very difficult, uh, very difficult to understand. Rami Bar Svara over here that Reuven is going to sell his own field to Shimon Shalom Achrayis, buy it back with Achrayis. Reuven owes money to somebody else, and that person takes that field that he's now going to demand reimbursement from Shimon. Very very difficult to understand, and that's why Rava disagrees. But still difficult to understand. Rami Bar Rava, but there is one case where even Rava will be Moda to Rami Bar and that is Baruch. If Ruvain inherits a field from his father Yaakov, and he sells that field to Shimon without Achrayas. So Ruvain is a Yoresh. He then sells the field that he yarshened from his father without accepting any Achrayas. And Shimon, who bought the field, sells it back to Ruvain with Achrayas. Again, it could even just be Stam, and there's an assumption of Achrayas. And now the father's Balchov comes to collect the Qatar of and he takes it from Ruvain. So then even Rava agrees, Shimon By the way, in this example, Ruvain and Shimon are not brothers, right? Meaning that's, uh, we're just using them as the standard Talmudic names, even though we're choosing Yaakov as the father, right? So Yaakov is the father of Ruvain. He has no relation to, uh, to Shimon in this case. So, uh, so Ruvain Yarshind from his father Yaakov, he then sold the field to Shimon, Shalom Achrayis. Shimon sold it back to Ruvain with Achrayis. And then not Ruvain's own Balchov, Yaakov's Balchov, came to collect it from Ruvain. So now Ruvain can say, look, uh, you, you owe me the money because you, you sold me this field with Achrayas and some, uh, some third party came and took it, took it from me. So my time, well, why does Shimon have to pay back Ruvain and return the Demea Mekach to Ruvain? Because Balchov de Yaakov ke Balchov de Almadani. A Balchov of Yaakov uh, the, who, who's coming to take the field from Ruvain is considered like a Balchov that comes from the outside. It's not considered Ruvain's Balchov. And since Shimon was Mekabal Achrayas that if there's any or that doesn't come on account of you, Ruvain, yourself, I'll pay you back. So Shimon has to pay him back. And the Chiddush is that I don't say that Ruvain is that like Brakar Davua, or that he's Omid B'makomaviv, and that the Balchov of his father is like his own Balchov, that we don't assume that way. We assume the Balchov of his father is considered to be a separate uh, separate person, not, not like his own Balchov. That's how Rashi uh, says the Chiddush. In the Talmidei Ri, they add that the Chiddush is that he even though there's a mitzvah yisomim lefrochov aviem, that yisomim have a mitzvah to pay back the chov of their father, uh, we still don't treat the balchov of Yaakov like the balchov of Ruvain. I might have thought that it is Ruvain's balchov because Ruvain has a, has a responsibility, an obligation. Whoops, we lost the zoom. That Ruvain has a responsibility and an obligation to uh, to pay it back. So Amar Barchama Ruvain. Okay, so that's uh, that that's the 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 machlokas Rambam Barchama and Rabbas. And now Rambam Barchama tells us another case. So Amar Amar Barchama. 
Chacham, Ruven Shomach Hasadul Shimon Vachrayus. If Ruven sells the field to Shimon with Achrayus, then if they're going to come take the field away from him because of a Sheba that uh, precedes this Mechira, that Ruven will come will, will reimburse Shimon the Dmei Amekach. So again, Ruven sold the field to Shimon, and there is Achrayus, and now Shimon who had bought the field has not yet paid for it. Vizakafalav Bemilva, and he says, you know what? Instead of paying you for it, we'll write an IOU. So we write to note that he owes him the money of the uh, the purchase price of the uh, the field. So yeah, if you can get it on, uh, for some reason it's not. It's not going. So he he writes he writes him a uh, he writes him an IOU for the purchase price. This is called Zakavalov Bemilva. Sorry, everybody. Um, Zakavalov Bemilva means that, uh, that that you turn it into a loan. This be, this was relevant just recently with uh, with with um, uh, with Shemitah, with Prusbel, right? Because the Allah is that if let's say uh, I provide a service for somebody. Uh, before uh, before Rosh Hashanah this year, and then uh, and they haven't paid me yet for my service, and then uh, after Rosh Hashanah uh, they uh, they come to pay me. So do I have to say Mishamet Anibach? No, the Shemitah. I didn't write a prosbul. Let's say do I have to say that the Shemitah and therefore the, uh, the the debt is canceled? So it's only by a loan that the debt is canceled. It's not every debt that's going to be canceled. But if it's Zakafalov Bemilva, if that uh, the, the owing the money was turned into a milva, was turned into a loan, then the debt is cancelled. So it's complicated. How exactly do you calculate when something is Zakafalov Bemilva, right? How do you uh, so so the Rama writes that if you just keep a record, if the person's owed money writes, you know, that this person owes me money, so that alone is Zakafalov Bemilva. If you send a bill for sure, that's uh, called Zakafalov Bemilva. But if it was just uh, if it if Everything was Balpeh, nothing. I had this last night. I came home after Yom Kippur and I saw a check in the mail from a shul that I spoke at uh, three weeks before Rosh Hashanah. I assumed I just wasn't getting paid. Like, I didn't ask for money, so I assumed that they weren't. Uh, they weren't gonna... I thought it was curious that they announced sponsors and there was no food or anything. I'm like, what are they sponsoring exactly? But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but 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 uh, the, the the check came in the mail uh, last night. So I was uh, I was wondering, do I have to say Mishabin anybach? But I never wrote a bill. I never asked them for money. I never saw pashtuses that stam matana. So I already deposited. So uh, so but again in our Case you have Reuven sells a field to Shimon with Achrayus, and then Zakaf of Milva, and then there was Zakaf, he writes a Shtarcho for that money. And now Reuven dies, Umeis Reuven, the Mocher dies, Va'asa Balchov du Reuven, so Reuven's Balchov comes, that he owed money to the Katarif Lami Shimon, and he takes the field away from Shimon. Now, mind you, this is a field Shimon has yet to pay for. He owes money to the deceased person for this field, but now the field gets taken away from him, not by the deceased person's children, but by some other Balchov that, uh, that, uh, that Ruvain had. But Shimon doesn't want to give up the field, so instead he takes all the money that he had set aside to pay for the field, and he pays off the Balchov. So he says, here, take the money instead. Uh, so, uh, so because he hadn't yet paid for it. And now... The the uh, the the uh, Shimon doesn't want to pay the Yisomim for the actual field because he said I just paid for the field by paying off your balichov by paying off your father's balichov. So dinahu da ami lebnei Ruvain Ruvain's Yisomim can come and say to Shimon, you have to give us the value of the field that our father left with you as a halva and uh, and and, uh, and and you wrote a shtar chovan and you can't pot yourself with the taina that you already paid for it by paying off the balichov because anan mitaltli 
shavak avun gabach. Our father left metaltalim with you, meaning you didn't owe our father karka, you owed our father money. Money is metaltalim. And if that balchov would have come to collect his, his, his chov, we would not have had what to pay him with because uh, our father only left us metaltalim. And metaltalim, the asking the balchov, lo mishtabdi, and metaltalim of Yisomim are not meshuba to a balchov. So now you took metaltalim that belonged to us and you paid a balchov. We would not have had to give him a taltalin that belonged to us. So you didn't do us any good. You didn't give us any benefit by paying off that balchov. And therefore, you still owe us the money for the karka. So that's the uh, that, that's that's Rami Barcham's statement, that they're allowed to uh, to have such a taina. So Amar Rava, now over here, uh, up until now, every time Rami Barcham has said another chiddish uh, in, in this parsha, uh, the uh, Rava has disagreed. So Rava over here doesn't disagree. He just comes up with a kinech. He comes up with a way that you can get out of it. So Amar Rava, that if Shimon, who purchased that field and then turned it into a milva, if he's smart about it, when the Yisomim claim the Dmei Karka, he, Shimon should give the Yisomim Karka for the chov that he was uh, chayiv to the father, uh, for the money that he owed the father, and once uh, they have Karka, he could then go and collect that Karka from them for the Chiyuv Achrayus that, uh, that, that, uh, that Reuven accepted at the time of the sale. Meaning when Reuven sold the field to Shimon, he sold the field to Shimon be'achrayus. That's how every sale always worked, unless you explicitly said otherwise. So there was achrayus. Reuven has, Reuven has to pay back if, uh, Shimon if the field ever gets taken away from him. So what Shimon could do is he can pay back uh, the loan using karka and then say, oh, I lost my karka. Balchov came and took the karka. Who's the Balchov? Reuven's own Yarshim or the, bal, uh, the Balchov. But the Balichov came and took away the karka. So now Shimon could go and take the karka back from, from the Balichov. And even though you, you can't, uh, the, the, you, the, generally speaking, the halacha is, you're only allowed to be kova karka from Yisomim if it's actual karka that the father was Morish to them. And this karka was not in the original Yerusha. At the time that their father died, their father was not in possession of this karka. Shimon was in possession of this, uh, of this karka. But nevertheless, they're allowed to do it. They're allowed, Shimon is allowed to collect from that karka. Kirav Nachman, uh, aligned with the sheet of Rav Nachman. Dam Rav Nachman, Amra Baravua, Yisomim Shagavu Karka, Bechovas Avien, that if Yisomim collect karka as a chov that was owed to their father, other balichov, that karka is 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 within uh, the realm of what other balichov are allowed to take. The other balichov are allowed to uh, to take that uh, that karka. So over here, the other balichov is Shimon. That Shimon is uh, had purchased the field back Christ, so he's allowed to uh, to to take that uh, that that karka. In Maseches Psachim and Aleph, the Gemara says that the din of Rav Nachman could be explained in two ways. This idea that uh, that if you summon collect karka as as payment for a chov that was owed to their father, that other balichov could take it from the yisomim. It could be explained in two ways. According to the Mandiyamar, that balchov is mikan ulahabahugove, that a balchov is collecting henceforth. So whatever he collects from the yisomim is based on shibudu drabi nasan. Shibudu drabi nasan is a owes b and b owes c, so a could just go. Uh, so c could collect straight from a. He doesn't have to go through b. And according to the Mandiyamar, that balchov is mikan ulmafreya hugove. So it's like he collected the chov. Uh, 
while the father was still alive, and as if they yar- they yarshined the karka directly from the father. So, however you explain it, that's the way it's going to work. So again, the case was that Shimon bought a field from Ruvain. He never paid for it from Ruvain. He just wrote an IOU uh, to Ruvain, and then other balichov of Ruvain wanted to take the field from Shimon. Shimon instead paid money to those other balichov, and now Shimon says, "I don't know the Yisomim anything. I get to keep the field." And the Yisomim are saying, "Yes, you do owe us money because we wouldn't have paid off the other balichov. We would never have given him a talmud." So the halacha, both Rambam Chama and Rava agree, is that the Yisomim are correct. But there's a way for Shimon to game the system a little bit and to make sure that he gets paid, and that is by paying back the Yisomim with Karka and then collecting the Karka from the uh, from the from the Yisomim. Now we had, but one detail that we added into that case was that it wasn't just that Shimon hadn't paid for the field when he bought it from Ruvain; it was that he was Zakavlov Bemilva, that he turned it into an IOU. He actually turned it into a formal chov. So Tosos in Dibra Maskel Ruvain explains that it's dafka zakafalav b'milva that we say that the Bnei Ruvain can go back to Shimon. Because if it was not zakafalav b'milva, since Ruvain sold the Ba'achrayis, we would say that Shimon is holding the Demea Karka as a mashkon for the Chi of Ahrayus that, uh, that Ruvain was chayiv to him. Uh, and therefore, it would not uh, be considered the Yisomim would not have won the case. It's only because it was Zakav Lav B'milva that the Yisomim are going are gonna to win the case. Other Rishonim say, uh, Tosos uh, also writes, and the Ran also says that if it's not Zakav Lav, Lav B'milva, the Mecher of the Karka is not Chal yet. The Gemara in Kiddushin says that uh, the Mecher of the Karka is only going to be Chal when you either pay or at least acknowledge that there is payment to be made. So by Zakav Lav B'milva, there is a direct acknowledgement that it's Ki'ilu, I paid you, and then I reborrowed the money. So therefore, the karka, because karka is nikla b'kesef b'shtar b'chazaka, so that's the kinyan kesef, is that, I, uh, that it's already been paid. Normally, you don't have to pay the full value in order for a kinyan kesef to be chal. You just need to give a token amount of uh, kesef, and then you could do the rest as a milva, but it's got to be that there's acknowledgement of the price of the, uh, the, the, the karka. Um, the, uh, the, the other question that Tosos is bothered by is why set up the case where when they came to collect from Shimon, he gave them money? Why not set up the case where he gave them the actual karka to pay off the loan and still have the din Torah between the Yisomim who say, yeah, but you still owe, owe us the value of the, uh, the karka. So Tosus writes, the fact that it says Paisi Bezuze and not that he gave the karka itself is because it's telling us that even if he gave uh, money, I, I, I don't say that the, that money that he paid to the Malva is the Dmei Hasada that he owed to the, uh, to the father. The Ran says that if he would have given Karka, the Bnei Ruvain wouldn't be able to go to Shimon, because that Karka was Meshubatu Balchov of Ruvain because of Shibudud Rabinasan. that Shimon could say to the Bnei Ruvain, if, uh, if, 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 if I would have been Magva uh, Karka, uh, then, then Balchov of your father would have been Gova from, uh, from, 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 from if, if, if you would have collected the Karka from me, then the Balchov of your father would have collected the Karka from you, and therefore I don't know you anything. So Tavka has to be that it's a case of Zakov of the Milva, and Tavka has to be a case that Shimon had paid money to the people who were trying to collect the Karka from him. Good, now a new discussion. Amar So again, now we're going to discuss collecting Karka from a secondary Lokeach. So Amar Rabba, Ruven Shemachar Kol Sados of the Shimon. Ruven sells in one star 
all of his fields to Shimon. And let's assume that among his fields there was Idis, there was Beninis, there was Ziburis, there were all kinds of fields that he had in his possession that he sold to Shimon. Shimon then turned around and sold one of those fields, let's assume Beninis, a regular Beninis field to Levi. So now Shimon doesn't have any Beninis. Shimon had purchased from Ruvain three types, but now he sold the middle type and he only has the Idis and Ziburis. And a, a person that Ruvain owed money uh, to came to collect from the Beninis, because the Balchovas govamina Beninis, so Ratza Mizegova. If the Balchov is interested in collecting from Shimon, even though Shimon doesn't have any Beninis left, he could collect Idis from Shimon, because the Shimon is the, the, the because the Balchov can, uh, can say to Shimon, you purchased all of Ruvain's fields, and therefore you, since you bought all of Ruvain's property, as far as I'm concerned, you're Ruvain, meaning you are, you have, you have taken over the financial uh, place of Ruvain. And just like I could have collected from Ruvain, if Ruvain had sold some of his fields and kept others, I'd be able to take what Ruvain has without running to Lukuchos, so I can go to you without running to Lukuchos. So Kozman, that you still have some fields, I don't have to go to Levi to collect. Or Ratzami Zedgov, if he's more interested in going to Levi, he could collect from Levi, because uh, the Balchov could say to Levi, you purchased the, that, that karka that I had a shibud on, because the halach is that uh, I'm supposed to uh, collect from Beninus, and you bought the karka that's, uh, that's, that's Beninus. I, but what about the fact that Shimon still has Ziburis, and you don't collect from Nechassim Shubadim, but Makam that they're Nechassim, but they're available to you. So, uh, but, so, so the, the previous person still has Nechassim. No, Shimon is not, uh, is not the person that owed him the money. Ruvain is the person that owed him the money. Shimon is also a Lokeach. So you could say, I'm already collecting. There is no Nechassim, but they're If they're Nechassim, that would mean that Ruvain still has, still has Karka. Ruvain has nothing. Shimon bought all the Karka. So anyway, I'm collecting from the Chasim Shabbatim. So since anyway I'm collecting from the Chasim Shabbatim, I'm going to collect from Levi and not from Shimon. So it's his option to collect whichever one he wants. So now the Gemara explains the idea that he can collect from whoever he wants is somewhat limited. That's only true if what Shimon sold to Levi is Beninus. But let's say Shimon uh, bought, Levi bought from Shimon Idis and Ziburis, and Shimon still has the Beninus, then then Levi could say to the Balchov, you can't collect my Idis or Ziburis, the karka that I bought from Shimon. Why do you think I bought only Idis and Ziburis and I left him with the Beninus? I knew that there must have been Balchov over here. And uh, that's why, meaning, why did Ruben liquidate everything? Right? He sold all of his karka. There must have been Balechov over here. I realized that. So when I, was, when I bought from Shimon, I was careful not to buy Beninus because I didn't want to have to give up what I'm buying to Balchov. And the Beninus is what's really Meshubba to Balchov. So good, so you collect from Shimon, you don't come to me. Obeninus Nami, and even that, that which we said that the Balchov could collect Beninus from Levi, is Lo Amrnel Deloshavak Beninus to Kabasah. That's only true if, if, if uh, Shimon didn't keep any Beninus, if Shimon didn't have any other Beninus fields. Meaning, let's say Shimon bought uh, a, a dozen fields, and uh, four of them were Idis, four of them were Zebras, and four of them were Beninus. And he sold one or two of the Beninus ones to Levi, but he's still holding on to some of the Beninus fields. So then 
then the Balchov has to collect from Shimon. He can't collect from Levi. If he left Shimon with Karka Beninus, the Balchov is not able to collect that for the Karka from Levi, even though he normally collects from Beninus. And the Balchov says that this, what do you mean? This Karka is Beninus. It's Meshuba to me. But Matsyamar Levi could tell Ruvain's Balchov, he nachti lach makam menu. I dafka didn't buy all the Beninists. I left you something to collect from. And what I left you to collect from is still is what you're allowed to collect from, which is uh, Beninists. So uh, I, I, I could uh, determine um, uh, I have the Zchus to be Kovea, which Karka Beninists uh, you're going to take as your, as your, your Shibut. Um, the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, meaning it, what the way we're understanding is, is that the Svarav, is not a Taina that's Dafka when there are Karka still by the Lothe. It's because you could say, what did the first guy sell to the second guy? Any zuchus shetavaliyado, meaning the klal is that everybody that sells karka to another person is selling the karka with whatever rights you would have in that karka, whatever tainas you would have in that karka. So just like if there were two karkaos that were bainanis that Shimon had, and the malva was to come and collect from him, Shimon would be able to say, no, no, don't take this bainanis, you have to take that bainanis. So when Shimon sold me one of his bainanis fields, one of those bainanis fields, I have the right to say, no, don't take this bain in this, take that bain in this. So go and take the bain in this that belongs to Shimon. That's how the Rishonim explained it. So I'm Rabbi. If Reuven sells a field to Shimon with Achrayus, that if anyone comes and takes this field from you, Shimon, don't worry, I'm going to pay you back. And Reuven owed somebody money and uh, before he had sold the karka, and uh, this karka was there for Meshubah to pay him, the Katar of Laminei, and that Balchov went and took the karka from Shimon, so because Reuven didn't have anything, now Reuven wants to tie to the Balchov that you didn't do right by collecting this karka. I already paid that Chov. So Reuven sold the Field to Shimon Bachrayus. So he says, if this ever gets taken away from you, Shimon, uh, I'll pay you back. But the guy who's trying to take it away from Shimon, Ruvain Tainus, he doesn't owe money anymore. Ruvain says, What are you talking about? That guy has no right to collect this field from Shimon. Hey, you, you better tell you, he's Tovea. You should be sh- you, you should take a Shavua that I didn't pay you back. So the Balchov says, uh, the, uh, What do you mean? Why should I take a Shavua to you? I'm not even collecting from you. I'm collecting from Shimon. What's it your business? So Dinu Da'azul Ruvain Amatzile, Velomatzi Amrle, La Valdvarm Didiat. Ruvain can tell this Balchov, uh, you know, you, you have to come and uh, take a Shavua. And the Balchov can't say to Ruvain, I'm not even collecting from you. You're not my Baldvarim. You're not my person that I have any, any dealings with. Misham Darmalei, because Ruvain could say to the Balchov, of course, of course, this is no to me. Because if you take it away from Shimon, I sold it with a Chryas. What do you think the next step is? Shimon's going to come right back to me and I'm going to have to pay him back. So yes, I am very much a litigant in this, uh, in this case. So I'm allowed to demand that you take a Shavua. Difficult to understand what the Havamina otherwise is. Right, Rabbi Kiva Eger raises a question in that 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 it's a davar pasht that Ruvin is considered a baldevarim of the balchov. The nechasim of the lekeach are meshubad only midin arev. Meaning the only reason he's collecting from Shimon is that Shimon is like an arev. He's a co-signer. But the ikar balchov is Ruvain. Of course, the ikar uh, baldavar is Ruvain. Of course, Ruvain can make him swear. The ikadamri others have the case a little bit differently with actual uh, with a little bit more of a chiddush that afilu shalobach reis nami. Ooh, and even if Ruvain had sold the field to Shimon and said, look, if it ever gets taken away from you. Not my problem. I'm not going to pay it back, right? There's no achrayis nechasim, 
Even then, Reuven could tell the Balchov who's trying to collect it from Shimon, hey, wait a second, I paid you back. I want you to swear that I didn't pay you back before you go collect it. And, and the Balchov might turn to Reuven and say, what do you care? I'm going to take it from Shimon. It's not going to cost you a penny. You sold it Shalom Achrayas. Still, how do you think Shimon is going to feel about me if I sold him the field and then it gets taken away from him and he doesn't get reimbursed? He's going to have tainas on me. I don't want to ruin my reputation. So, uh, so we, uh, Reuven could demand that the Balchov takes a shvua. Amra Baye, Reuven Shemachar Sadl Shimon Shaloba Achrayus. If Reuven sold the field to Shimon without Achrayus, the Yatsu Alav Asikin, and people came to make a taina on the field to say that it never belonged to Reuven and the Karaka belonged to us, meaning Reuven sold you the Brooklyn Bridge essentially. So uh, these people come and say, and we are the true owners of the Brooklyn Bridge, so, uh, so, so it doesn't, uh, it, it never belonged to Reuven. So At Shalohichsik Yachalaksirbo. Up until Shimon made a Chazaka, a Kinyan in the Karka, Shimon could back out of the Mekach because he doesn't want to get involved in this fight, right? Meaning he's not, not interested in this. But once Shimon has already made a Chazaka on the Karka, then then he's not allowed to back out of the Mekach and say that it was a Mekach Ta'us, uh, that he, didn't, he, he never intended to buy a Karka, that there was some dispute over who the rightful owner of this Karka was. Because Ruvain could say to Shimon, like if a person sells a bag of uh, of knots that it looks like it's a bag that's full of valuables, but the Kona didn't open up the bag to see what was inside of it. Right, what is it? Let's make a deal, right? He says, hey, you know, whatever's in this box is what, what what you're buying, and he never thought to open the box and look what he's uh, what he's buying. He just buys a storage unit or something. So uh, so he can't come and be mevatel the mekach just because there's nothing in the bag because he didn't check before the mechira. So he was mekabel whatever matzav uh, there is with the Brooklyn Bridge. So so too when you uh, buy the field without a Christ, you're mekabeling yourself that if Orim come to the field that you're going to lose your money. That's why you got. Why do you think you got such a good deal on the uh, on the karka because it was without a Christ and uh, you don't know there could be balichov or there could be people that have tainas on the uh, the karka over here. It's not balichov. It's just people that say that he never even owned the karka. So, so, so the, the key point is when he made a Kenyan, that if it was before he made a Kenyan, he could still back out. But once he made a Kenyan, it's too late. That's what he was on himself. So when do we consider it to be a Kenyan? When do, what do we consider it to be a Kenyan on the karka? So from the time that he fixes the borders of the uh, of the field. That's what Daisha Mitzri means, that he's misaking the gvulos of the sada and he uh, elevates them to uh, to mark them off more more clearly. That's how Rashi understands Daisha Mitzri. Tulsus raises the question, what do you mean, what kind of question is this? When is the chazaka? It's a Mishnah Mufresh, it's a Mishnah Basra, that no, God of Par, it's Kolshu, chazaka. It's a strange question to come up on Sadi Gimlam and Aleph in Mishnah's Ksubos, of like, how, do you, how does Kinyan on Karka work? There are Mishnahis about how Kinyan on Karka works. So uh, the Tosas also asked, why does the Gemara say uh, Chazaka more than Kesef and Shtar? Meaning the point is that there's a Kinyan. Why are we uh, emphasizing only one type of Kinyan? So uh, Tosas, the Mi'il Shmuel answers based on what we, based on the Shittu says that according to Rashi, the Gemara is being Mechadesh, that that which he could be that which he could be Choser before he's Chichzik is that it's not considered Mechus Amana, And that's a Chiddush 
Kiddush even in the Sefer that when he's Machzikba, he's not able to be Machzik even though he was only Daesh HaMitzri. Daesh HaMitzri is not really a Kenyan Chazaka. We're saying that even though all he did was he was Daesh HaMitzri, that, that already makes him Luchus Ramana to back out on the sale. Even though it's not a real Kenyan, it's just Daesh HaMitzri. So the way, whereas Rashi understands that the whole discussion over here is about a Kenyan, Tulsa says, no, it's not about a Kenyan, it's about the fact that he did something to show that this Karka is going to change hands. Ikita Amri, I feel about Christ Nami. Some say that even uh, in a situation where Reuven sold the field to Shimon with Achrayus, he can't be Choser because of Orurim uh, to the, after he made the Chazaka. And uh, there's no possibility for Shimon to be Machzik, the, the, the money in his Rishos, the money of the Mekach, until, he, uh, the, 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 until the matter is clarified uh, whether he's going to get to keep the Karka, meaning Shimon is going to have to pay for it, even though, even though there's still some claim on this Karka and he doesn't know that he's going to be able to keep it. Because Reuben could say to Shimon uh, right now that there are Oren and the Karka is in your possession, you still have to pay the Demeyah Karka. And if they take the Karka from you, then Achvi Tirfach, show me the Shtara Tirfa that says that Bezin writes for you, that says that the Karka was confiscated from you. And at that point, I'll pay you. But until that point comes, I'm not going to pay you. I'll reimburse you because there is a Chrayus when it gets taken away from you. But until that point, you owe me the money for the purchase price of this field. Okay, Vezashem, tomorrow we'll pick up at the Mishnah on the top of Tzadi Gimel, Amad Aleph. Everyone have a wonderful day.